0: I want you to picture a basketball bouncing on a court, headed out of bounds down a sideline. It's a Friday night at the Paycom Center, rowdy crowd, the Thunder are in a close game that's gone to the final seconds. And if that ball gets out of bounds, they're gonna lose. The opponent will inbound, have a late lead, need to make some free throws, but a win is all but assured. But there's a Thunder player, let's say Lou Dort. He's in pursuit of that ball, stretches out parallel to the floor, saves it, inbounds it to a teammate, And suddenly, OKC has possession and a chance to win. And what the announcers might tell you is, he really sold out for that ball. We hear a lot about selling out in sports, often with a negative connotation. But that definition, that one about giving the extra effort, that's the one I want you to think about as we embark on a new kind of Thunder coverage journey. I'm Brett Dawson, and this is Heard Thundering. So first of all, welcome to the first episode. A little bit of a pilot episode feel here because this isn't going to be exactly what the podcast is. Hopefully more of a dialogue with some guests, talking to people around and inside the Thunder, giving you a little bit of insight about the team. But for now, just want to introduce you to what the show is going to be and what the coverage is going to be at selloutcrowd.com. So if you're here There's a chance you know a little bit about me that you followed my Thunder coverage before, whether that was at the Oklahoman or the Athletic. Um, But in case you're new or you just forgot, which is very reasonable, uh, here's a little previously on before we dive into what's coming up. So I covered the Thunder from 2016 to 2019, which means uh, Kevin Durant left and I arrived. He signed with the Warriors in July and I got here in September. I had been covering the Pelicans before that and then a bunch of college basketball Um, So I covered the Russell Westbrook MVP year, uh, the Paul George Carmelo Anthony year and the Damian Lillard wave goodbye year, which we're going to talk about a little bit more in a minute. That game in Portland, my last uh, as an OKC beat writer. And it has been a journey since then. So, um, you know, the athletic gave me the opportunity to move to Los Angeles, join a team covering the Lakers and Clippers. That was amazing, um, not least of which because I got to cover the Lakers a lot. And that's a that's a cool thing as you grow up in journalism, sports journalism, the idea of covering the Lakers. Uh, but also as a kid, I wanted to live in one of the big U.S. cities that gave me a chance to do that. I got to check that box. And it was amazing until it wasn't because that was the 2019-20 season. Uh, and you probably remember what happened, uh, starting with a Thunder Jazz game that never tipped off. Uh, the season shut down, and within a few months, The Athletic made a bunch of job cuts, and I was one of them, and spent six months unemployed trying to figure out my next move. So in 2021, I taught two semesters of sports journalism at Missouri. That's one of the best journalism schools in America. They would be very upset that I said one of, and that sort of got me uh, weirdly on the road back a little bit, and I promise this is looping back to Thunder coverage, Um I was teaching at Missouri, but I learned a whole lot. And part of what I learned is that I still really had an itch to write about the NBA. I missed it. No job I had before, no job I've had since really clicked with me the way covering the Thunder had. And I wanted to get back to something like that. Always looking for an opportunity. Um, You know, I tried for a couple of jobs in the NBA Finishes as a runner-up on some of those. And then I got approached to move back home, covered the University of Louisville for my hometown paper, the Courier-Journal, and become maybe the only person ever who had covered both Kentucky and Louisville as a beat writer there because I had covered UK in the past. That was a cool opportunity. Um, and I thought maybe it would get me a little closer to the NBA. It didn't. And uh, there I was kind of in a situation that I wasn't loving. Louisville was historically bad. I really missed the NBA. Uh, and I made a big life decision, which was that even if I couldn't cover the NBA... I wanted to live here. I wanted to live in Oklahoma City. I still had a podcast, OKC Dream Team, which many of you have probably listened to. uh, And it was still an opportunity to talk about the Thunder. Uh, Living closer would give me a better chance to have a little bit more insight into the team and give people who were listening to the podcast some of that information. So I took a job at Loves, which is a great company. It did media relations for them. Uh, Amazing people, tremendous opportunity, um, and maybe just not the right job for me. And then I got really lucky because Mike Kaler, came to me to talk about sellout crowd. Um, You know, I was raised by parents who always said, if an opportunity seems too good to be true, it probably is. But this was one of those things. I mean, here was somebody coming to me. I had been out of the game for three years. Uh, I'd been told a whole bunch, we like you, but, and not getting the job. And then here was Mike telling me, not only did he really appreciate my coverage in the past, but he wanted me to come back and do it again. And I was excited. I mean, the opportunity to dive back into covering the Thunder at a time that's a really exciting time. We're going to talk about that in a minute. All that's going on, all that's happening with this franchise right now. And what a great time to jump back on. Um, but I was torn, like anybody who had just taken a job somewhere else. and Hadn't even been there for half a year yet. And I don't want to describe what happened next as like an epiphany moment, like a deciding moment. Um, but I was watching this documentary. This has very little to do with you know Shea Giltus Alexander or Josh Giddy. Um, it was a documentary about Stan Lee. And I'm not about to compare myself to Stan Lee at all. He's the guy who created Spider-Man and Iron Man and the X-Men and all these like pop culture characters who are iconic now. But that documentary ends with Stan at a, I think, a commencement speech at UCLA. And he's telling these students, you know, you're only going to do your best work. You'll never do your best work unless you're doing what you want to do. And you're doing it the way you think it should be done. That was a guy who had had to fight through not doing it the way he wanted to do it for a long time. And that really made me think about coverage and covering the NBA and doing it the way I want to do it. And sellout really felt like my chance to get back to doing that. Um, If you did follow my work before, I hope what you remember is that I always tried to give you a little something extra. You know, that I quote unquote sold out to get you that one more anecdote, that little bit of personality from a player or coach that helped you connect with that person um, on a level that was a little different from just seeing them as a basketball player. When I taught at Missouri... I used to tell my students, don't think of your job as covering sports. Think of it as covering people. They happen to play sports. And that's what I connect with. It's their superstitions, their processes, their thoughts, their emotions, the things that they go through, uh, the things that make teams work. Why Why do teams, some teams click and some teams don't? Why do some athletes connect to their city and others don't? That's the stuff I really love doing. Um, I, I remember I have people still... Tell me about a story I wrote about Mike Muscala, not a star player by any stretch, a popular player around here. But Mike was a guy who um, he was the Thunder's top priority one season in free agency, one off season. It was the year they ended up trading Paul George and Russell Westbrook. And he had not been in that kind of situation before. Players of Mike's caliber don't usually uh, become the priority. They're not the the first guy a GM goes to see um, when free agency opens. But Mike was that for Sam Presti. Sam went. The very first minute, 6 p.m. or whatever, the very first minute he could meet with a player, he met with Mike. And I still have people to this day tell me the, how much they love my story about that. Because what I did was just think, what would that be like for a guy who's not often in that situation? So I asked him questions like, did you put out cheese? Did you clean up? That kind of stuff. And Mike liked the questions. He gave great answers to the questions. And people connected. And that's that's what we'll keep trying to do here. That's what I'm going to try to do um, as I'm covering the Thunder, both in the written word, and in the discussions that we have here on this podcast um my favorite stories uh here were you know talking to Russell Westbrook I sat down with Russ it's kind of one of my most famous anecdotes um, that I got a very rare incredibly rare one-time opportunity to really sit down with Russ we were in Phoenix we were at uh, Grand Canyon University for a Thunder uh shoot around or practice and you know we were talking about how rare the opportunity is and Russ said you know here's your chance Brett don't F it up. He didn't say F. Um, But I got him talking that day, got him in a good mood, got him talking about this perception about him that, you know, Kevin Durant had left and thrived without him. Victor Oladipo had left and gotten to be a better player. And Russ was kind of hurt by that. He liked to talk about how he didn't care about the outside impression of him, but he did feel like that was a misconception and he wanted to talk about it. It was rare, but it was cool. It was a really cool opportunity. I remember talking to Paul George. We were in San Francisco. Um, about when he first got traded to the Thunder and he went to see the, the OKC Memorial Museum and how it connected him to the city. Um, the way he first started to get planted in his mind there that this could be a place he would stay beyond just a year. Only made it two, but still. Um, you know, I talked to Shea Gildas Alexander, shooting coach, about the off-season work that he did, the kind of stuff that he put time in on, um, just his process and how he got better. I talked to Stephen Adams about kind of anything, pretty much anything. And those are really memorable. Um, And those are the kinds of stories that I hope I'm going to give you here at Sellout Crowd. Um, Just like before, I'm going to be at games. I'll be at home games. I'll often be on the road. And hopefully, I'm going to give you a little bit something more than just the score and a little bit of play-by-play, a little bit of perspective maybe about what the outcome means. And we're going to talk a lot. Perspective is going to be a word that comes up a lot here. And it won't just be about wins and losses. It'll be about you know, personnel moves, trades, injuries, not here is the news, but here's what that news means. That's what I always strive to do before, and that's what I'm going to strive to do now. So if you like the coverage before, great, jump on board. If you are unfamiliar with it and that sounds like your thing, check it out and hopefully you'll you'll like it. So I love that word perspective. I love the story of a franchise. I love the way a franchise connects to a city. And I think of seasons, even games, as like little pieces of that bigger story. So it's a really exciting time, as I said before, to just jump into telling that story again about the Thunder. You have SGA, who's a star. You have this great young core. You have a lingering arena story. It's so, so important to what happens here in the future. There's a ton to talk about, and we're going to do that here. We're going to talk here on this podcast. We're going to have the written word. We're going to have chances for you to interact and ask questions and get that answered. And again, hopefully most of the time I won't be talking to you by myself like this. We're going to bring in some guests, um, some from Sellout Crowd, some from the Thunder, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, and just give you, again, as much perspective and have as much fun as we possibly can. That's a big part of the goal, too. That goes back to doing this job, not only the job that you love, but the job doing the job the way you want to do it. That's the plan here. We want to entertain you. We want to inform you um, and just have a really good time. So I talked about that Damian Lillard game earlier and you can picture it, right? Dame is dribbling up. This score is tied. Um, he shoots what Paul George would later call a bad shot. This deep three ends the Thunder season and really kind of ends that era of the Thunder. And it's my favorite game I've ever covered. It's the best game I've ever covered, college or pro. And I know Thunder fans don't love to hear that because it's a loss. But what's so great about that game is that it's so rare in sports. It's this really clear pivot point, right? The the, the franchise changes in that one moment. It stops being one thing. Obviously, the trades don't happen in the moment, but right there, if you trace it back, the franchise stops being one thing and it starts to be something else. You know, within a couple of months, Paul George is gone. Russell Westbrook is gone. Shea Gilders Alexander's here. Paul uh, Chris Paul is here, uh, kind of changing the the outlook of the franchise. And then the teardown kind of continues, and then the build back up is starting right now. And it's such a fun time to be back on the build back up and. I am incredibly excited uh, to be telling those stories. I have lots of experience doing this, as we've talked about. I've covered the Thunder a lot. But I also want to know what you want to know. I want your insight. That's why you can email me anytime at brett at selloutcrowd.com. Uh, offer up your story ideas. Just talk Thunder. Anything you want to do. Uh, I want this to be as interactive as possible. I want the coverage to be kind of a dialogue. Um, and I'm counting on you to help me do some of that stuff. We're going to have not only this podcast, we're going to have great day to day coverage over at the site, selloutcrowd.com. You're going to get, you know, already there's tremendous coverage of OU and OSU. You got Barry Trammell and Jenny Carlson, my former coworkers at the Oklahoman. They're going to write about the Thunder. John Hamm is going to be writing and talking about the Thunder. We'll do a lot of that together for those of you who are familiar with us kind of interacting on our other podcast. Uh, so you'll see a whole bunch of those uh, people on the site and a bunch of uh, those voices on this podcast. Um, It was a heck of a ride covering the Thunder and nothing I did before, nothing I did since connected with me in the way that job did. I cannot wait to do it again. I hope you'll join me for coverage at selloutcrowd.com and right here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to have a lot of fun. We'll see you soon.